Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first episode of A Level Up podcast. I am your host, Celine Brennan, and straight away I want to thank anybody that has taken the time to to listen to this episode. I truly appreciate it. Now, where I'm going to start off with is introductions. So qualification-wise, I am a personal and business coach and I specialize in the area of human performance. But on top of that, I am a wife. I'm a mum to two awesome little kids. I am a daughter, a sister, an auntie and a devoted friend. If I go back to the area of coaching for a moment, I think that Any coach on this planet would agree with me that the reason why we do what we do as coaches is to help people be their best version. And with regards to the area of human performance, I help people to realize and embrace their untapped potential. So the fact that I get to travel on this adventure with my clients is something that I definitely do not take for granted. I am so grateful that I get to be a part of their journey. Now, the reason for doing this podcast, aside from being out of my comfort zone, I want to talk all things personal development. It is a huge passion of mine. So I want to be able to bring information to people that are at the very beginning of their personal development journey. And with all of that, I want to bring a fun energy, a love for my job, a love for my life to a podcast platform. Now, where I have decided to start with this episode is to allow you, the listener, into my life as such, for you to understand where, uh, why I do what I do, where I come from with regards to this, to this industry. And for that to happen, I need to rewind a number of years, quite a number of years. I want to explain the person that I was to the person that I am today and the person that I am still becoming. So as a kid I was bullied for being overweight and having red hair were the two main things um red hair was not the thing in the 80s and 90s we were an easy target so we wore but over time that led me asking why I had to be different to my friends why had I to be different to any other person and as you can imagine a child having to ask themselves that question is number one heartbreaking but it's not an easy it's not an easy question to to answer I didn't have that understanding there and because it was a situation that happened again and again and again in other words it happened on repetition I started to believe everything that other kids were saying to me now for anyone that doesn't know that repetition plays a big part in beliefs the more you say uh, say something to yourself or you witness something, if it be within your surroundings, within your environment, within society, you're going to believe it, if it be good or bad. So I looked for all the evidence that backed up those words that were said to me. So I 
try to pick up on where I wasn't a pretty kid or where I wasn't an intelligent kid or where I wasn't the popular kid or whatever it may be, I ticked those boxes. So that made me feel disappointed in myself. Now, with that whole situation going on, the most phenomenal thing that has come out of that journey is the trait that I developed at a very young age. I became a very empathetic person and I am so proud that I still carry that trait to this to this day because of what I went through. I didn't want any other kids to feel the way I felt. I wanted kids to feel happiness and I wanted kids to be comfortable with their surroundings. So I built on that trait. Now, if you fast forward a number of years, I went into secondary school and the bullying was still there. But the turning point for me is that I found fitness. I found fitness and I found sport and I was good at it. Good at it. It was my therapeutic outlet, if you want to say. And I realized over time that I could help other people to be happy through the world of fitness. So I knew at 16 what I wanted to do when I finished school. And that's exactly what I'd done. After my leave insert, I signed up and I qualified as a personal trainer over the course of three years. And I spent 15 years in the fitness industry. So for the first time in a long time when I was in college, I was truly happy because I felt that I actually belonged somewhere. Now, the bullying had stopped when I left school. And I always tell the story to people that it was the external bullying that stopped. The internal bullying, it kept going. It kept going. Now, for the next 10 years of my life, life as such sailed on. So I qualified in college, I worked, I partied, and I, I enjoyed it. I was your typical 20-odd-year-old kid having the time of their life. But the internal game, that dialogue that was on repeat, was on overdrive in the background. But I had no awareness to it. I had no awareness to that inner critic that was constantly butchering me inside and it stopped me from living a life that I truly wanted to live it is easy for me to talk about that that life that I wanted to live now because I understand it I could pick out different different times in my life that I'm like oh yeah now I get it there's the true happiness that you have always wanted so when I was a kid with keeping diaries, aside from the script side of it, what I wrote in my diary, I had quotes all over my diary. I had positive quotes. I had this draw to positive quotes and how they made me feel. I always felt that they were inspiring. People in my life that had a very positive outlook in life, I I was fascinated. I was fascinated with how people were drawn to those people. I, and even with 
with all the bullying over the years, I never gave up. I never gave up because I always thought that there was something more. That I just, I didn't want to be sad. I didn't want to be sad. And I never knew at the time what it was. But now where I am now, it was that feeling of true inner happiness. That inner freedom that I never got to witness as I grew up. Now, even though that inner critic, you know, danced its dance, if you wanted to say, I continued with life. I knew no different. My career was always a huge part of me. And I think that is what got me through those times. I, as such, had a passion for what I did. I never stopped pushing myself past my comfort zone. That is a great thing that... I still carry with with me today. I had a drive for wanting to succeed, for wanting and needing to succeed. So it did bring me happiness. And to anyone that knows me that's listening to this, to listen to my story for the first time, they probably have a question mark over their head, wondering that Selene was always happy. What is she talking about? And yes, to the outside, it was happiness. But today I understand it, that it was all about acceptance. The need for me to have external validation was critical. And it was why I I was able to push myself past my comforts. It was why I had that drive to succeed. I wanted people to notice me. I wanted the compliments and the feedback and I wanted the quote-unquote success. I had a constant lack of belief in my life. When it came to my career, I never felt that I was fit enough for my job. I never felt I was in shape enough. I never felt I was pretty. I never felt I was intelligent. There was constant doubt running in the back of my mind. It was that inner critic, that inner dialogue that never had a moment's peace. And where it actually started to change for me was a client recommending Louise L. Hay. Now, I have no re- I have no understanding why that why she recommended I can't even remember the conversation if I be truthful. But I believe today that it was the universe simply handing a sign down to me. And thankfully, I took it. Because unknowns to me, my journey began when I was given that piece of information. That new piece of information. I never heard of Louise L. Hay before that day. And for whatever reason, I took it on board. So my very first book, my very first self-help book, if you want to say, was The Power Is Within You. It's one of Louise Hay's books. And I still recommend it to this day. It's a wonderful book. It is a great tool book to continue to go back um, to. Go back to. So between her book in 2013 I went to a Louise Hay facilitated workshop and shortly after that I started gratitude journaling and shortly after that I started voiced affirmations. Now I will no doubt do an episode of gratitude alone 
it is my second strongest strength. I am insanely passionate about the world of gratitude. And as you get to know me more, I think you'll you'll get to see that very, very clearly. So you will, or I should say that you'll get to hear that very clearly. But with gratitude, what it done for me is it gave me a realization of what I actually had in my life. And it gave me that sense of enjoyment and in so many ways contentment for the first time in my life for what I had in my life. And then with affirmations, what I believe to be the biggest benefit that you can get out of affirmations is it allows you to notice your everyday language, your everyday vocabulary that you are telling yourself. So over time, I got to notice the negative things that I was saying about myself to myself. So in time, there was that shift in the way that I was living. Now, my breaking point, and I say this, folks, to be honest with you, with a smirk on my face, I, I don't know if anybody is waiting in suspense for that big earthquake moment that didn't happen to me I'm very fortunate that I didn't suffer you know from any form of abuse or anything negative that had a huge impact on my life now my story is still my story it still affected my life and my breaking point was just like any other day. So the story continues. So I had moved to Canada with my husband at this point. And before I actually explain my breaking point, at that point in my life, I was irregular to having to have, um, having to have spray tan all of the time. I... I had to have my hair done all the time. I had to have makeup on. I would dread going out in public without any makeup. Now, I done it because at the time when I worked um, worked at my own gym, I worked very long hours. So some days it was a push to get makeup on, but I was mortified if I bumped into anybody without makeup. I was so out of my comfort zone. So for me, it's stretched to the point of Botox. Now, and again, I say this anytime I talk about my story, I don't for a moment judge anybody that has done any of the above. And I genuinely hand on my heart at this very moment in time, I genuinely mean that. But for me, I know I wasn't doing it for the right reasons. So my breaking point was me in my apartment in Calgary and I was in my bathroom looking in the mirror, studying my wrinkles. This is my breaking point, folks. And judging myself is technically what I was doing. And I wasn't happy with with me witnessing more wrinkles. And at that point, I was booked in for my third go of Botox, my first one in in Canada. And I don't know, was it with the work that I was doing announced myself through Louise Hay, so the gratitude and the affirmations, 
that that shift was was breaking those old beliefs, was breaking those boulders and anything negative that was sitting in my subconscious mind. Because in that moment, and again, I tell this story all the time, I simply told myself the words, that's enough. That's enough, Selene. At that moment in time, I knew that if I kept going the way that I was going, that I was going to lead a very unhappy life as a very unhappy person. I knew that things had to change. I wasn't happy with the way I was living my life. That was my breaking point. That I allowed myself to say those words, that I had realised that I wasn't doing any of any of the self-care um, the self-care tools for the right reasons. So on that very day, I made a promise to myself that I was going to change, that I needed to change, that I was starting to gain that understanding of, of a different type of happiness. So from that very day, for almost seven years, I went on what I can only call a roller coaster of a ride. A roller coaster of a ride. I went straight to my core and I studied myself to the very core. I looked at all the limited beliefs I had, all the boulders that, that came along the way and I broke them. I demolished them down to their very core. Now, during those seven years, I had my two beautiful kids, uh, both Canadians, and during that time, I questioned my identity. Now, when I've told this story in the past, I have said that I lost my identity, but I think I simply was questioning my identity because of the inner work that I was doing on myself the constant question I was in, I was at a point that I was uncertain where I was going. And I think what it was is just my, my core, my very core starting to shift, starting to throw things. And basically what's coming into my mind actually at this very moment in time, it was the universe throwing everything it possibly could at me to see what I wanted, to see if I could, if I could quote unquote succeed, succeed to be a happier person. So I came home, me and my family from Canada in 2017. At that point, I had my coach. I started with my life coach in Canada in 2016, came home in 2017, qualified the following year as a life coach. And to this very day, I still continue on this journey. I still continue, even though I know I have said that I have worked on myself, I have broken down boulders and beliefs, but I'm still working on them. There are new boulders, there are new limited beliefs that are coming to surface to this day that I have to work on. I have taken so many steps 
to get to this point. I have ploughed forward and with that I have tumbled and fumbled backwards. If I can give you one piece of advice with this very, with this episode, within this episode is that for anyone, for anyone that is on their personal development journey, the learning is ongoing. It has to be. You don't just get to a point one day and say, tick, I feel great and leave it at that. And for people that are on that journey, you you will understand what I'm talking about because one thing unravels unto the next, unto the next. And with those challenges comes tremendous freedom. Now, don't get me wrong, the challenges are exhausting. They truly are, but the immense pride and gratitude and love and respect that you can feel for yourself as a person when you get through those challenges is phenomenal. To have the inner freedom that I have today to no longer have the ridicule and the judgment that I have had for far too many years is beautifully breathtaking, is is the words that's come into my mind. And even though I said that I've been on this journey for seven years, it was only January of 2019, so like, what, 16 months ago that I demolished perfectionism from my life. Perfectionism was definitely out in front, was definitely what was controlling my life. And it was only January of last year that I'd realised that it was perfectionism. So that's like almost six years into my journey. That same month, I put my values in place and where the year brought me last year because of putting values in place is phenomenal. August of last year, in the middle of a workout in a Ben Dunn gym, I realised that fitness was never my passion. Now, that might not seem big to to some people, but I spent 15 years in that industry and always had certain questions with how little motivation and inspiration I had in so many ways. But what kept me going through those 15 years is because I was helping people. That is the reason why I'm on this planet is to help other people create that inner freedom that we can all have. December of last year. So as you can guess, last year was was quite a year. I was not expecting it, but I am putting that all down to, to the values being put in place. But January of last year, I... I never realized that money, that money blockages can be a thing. And it was something that I have been struggling with for quite a number of years. But December, I was able to park it aside. Now, the reason that I am saying all of this to you is that I am still on this journey. If a day comes that I am voicing to my listeners that I have it all sorted, I am 
fixed. There's nothing else wrong with me. I give you full permission to, to press stop. Because it's, it's, it's not what I want to portray. I want this podcast to be real. I want it to be raw. I want it to be authentic. So I have to show up as my true self to you, my listener. I promise you, promise you from the bottom of my heart that if you decide to take this journey, to take the steps forward, to go on this journey, you will not be disappointed. I can so proudly, and I'm getting emotional saying it, I am so proud of where I have come to. That happiness that was always there, deep down, that kept me going. Even through the days of being bullied, I knew there was always some form of happiness to get to. And today I have that. So on this journey, on this podcast journey, I ask that you show up with an open heart, with an open mind and listen to a girl's, listen to a girl's side of her story and maybe some of the stuff that she is telling you that it might help you in some little way. I am going to leave today's episode of that. I simply wanted to get on here and voice the real me, the real little Miss Project Happy, and to get this ball rolling, to start a new adventure. I hope I have created a little spark, a little movement within one person, at least today. And until the next time, tell yourself you love you. It is the most powerful gift that you can do for you. Take care, folks, and I look forward to chatting to you the next day.